The decision to have another child is a very personal choice that is based on many unique factors that are difficult to research or even quantify. This is a decision that each family must make on their own, considering all of these different factors. Hi everyone, welcome to the Parenting Translator Newsletter. I'm Dr. Kara Goodwin, and today I'm gonna be talking about what the ideal number of kids is, according to research. So this newsletter reviews the research behind how the number of children you have impacts parental happiness, parenting quality, and outcomes for your children. So one of the most common questions I get on my Parenting Translator platform is something along the lines of, how many kids should I have? I understand why this question is so common. The decision of how many kids you have is arguably one of the most important decisions you make as a parent, assuming, of course, that you are lucky enough to have this choice. Unfortunately, many people are limited by fertility, age, financial constraints, and other factors that make the choice for them. The research on this topic is also very limited since, of course, you cannot randomly assign parents to have more or less children. And the parents who choose to have smaller families are different in a lot of ways from the parents who choose to have larger families. However, for parents who feel torn about this decision, the advice to just do whatever feels best for your family may leave you feeling lost. So in today's newsletter, I will review the limited research we have on this topic. And if you are trying to make this decision for your own family, please pause before reading the newsletter and imagine that the research provides a clear answer to the ideal number of kids. What are you hoping the answer will be? One kid, two kids, three kids, more? The answer that you are hoping for might be more important than any research study. But first, I have a big announcement. So personally, I have been thinking a lot about this choice because I'm currently pregnant with my fourth child. I have not officially announced on social media or any other forums yet. So you, as a loyal listener to the Parenting Translator newsletter, are the first to publicly find out that I have a baby girl due in August 2023. Um, My children who are currently seven, five, and two and a half are very excited, and we all couldn't be more thrilled. However, unlike previous pregnancies, the response I've gotten to this pregnancy is not really congratulations, but more along the lines of why on earth would you have so many kids? Honestly, we did not base this decision on research or really even rationality, but our very (laughs) unscientific intuition that someone was missing, and our illogical love of babies. But the questioning of this decision has pushed me to really dig into the research on family size and the quote-unquote ideal number of kids. So what does research find is associated with family size? Is there really an ideal number of children? So first, parental happiness. Research is mixed as to what number of children is associated with the happiest parents. First, an older study found that one child may be ideal in terms of the parent's happiness. In this study, researchers found that having the first child was associated with increased happiness in both parents, while having a second child had little impact on the father's happiness, but actually decreased the mother's happiness. In fact, each additional child was associated with decreased happiness for mothers, with three additional children having such a negative impact that it negated the positive impact of the first. 
A more recent study found that having the first child was associated with increased happiness before and after the birth for both parents, and that this occurred to a lesser extent for the birth of the second child. However, having a third child was not associated with increased happiness and instead was associated with decreasing happiness over time. Another study found that this pattern of decreased happiness with more children was found across 86 countries. However, this study examined the factors that may influence this relationship. And first, they found that it was very dependent on age. So parents who were 30 to 39 did not show decreased happiness with more children, but rather no difference in happiness with more children up until four or more children, which was associated with decreased happiness. Parents 40 and older actually showed increased happiness with each children, again, up until four children, which was associated with decreased happiness. Um, This likely reflects that as parents and children grow older, the children become less quote-unquote work and usually require less time and financial resources. In other words, um, having a lot of younger children may negatively impact your happiness, but this effect fades as you and the children age. This effect also seems to depend on how much support you have. So the researchers found that people in countries with more public support don't see as great of a decrease in happiness for each child. Translation, research suggests that parent happiness may decrease with each additional child after the first child. However, this may not be true for parents who are 30 and older or who have more resources and support. So other impacts on parents. Mothers report having more children is associated with more anxiety related to parenting, um, particularly concerns about your child's well-being, and something called role captivity, which means feeling trapped in your role as a parent. Mothers also report having more children did not seem to impact the joy in their parent-child relationship or their sense that parenting had given a new meaning to their life. Research finds that women who have three or more children are more likely to have a lower salary and that this persists throughout their lifetime. For women with fewer than three children, their salary and status seems to rebound as their children get older. Research also finds that the more children that women have, the more likely they are to drop out of the workforce. Um, So translation here, research suggests that having more children is linked to more anxiety related to parenting, feeling more trapped in your role, and being more more likely to drop out of the workforce or earn a lower salary. However, it is not linked to joy in the parent-child relationship um, or parenting giving your life a sense of meaning. So what about parenting quality and resources? How does the number of children you have impact um, how you are as a parent? So research finds that the more children that parents have, the less resources they have for each child. So this is something called the resource dilution hypothesis. Um, In other words, there is some evidence that when the quantity of children increases, the quality of parenting decreases, including less language and time for each child. So first, research finds that any children born after the firstborn receive less language input from their parents than their firstborn sibling. This is really important since um, research finds that one-on-one interactions with adults tend to promote language development. However, more recent research suggests that having an older sister may counteract this effect, um, presumably because older sisters talk more to their younger siblings. 
So research consistently finds that parents have less time to devote to each child they have. One study found that parents spend 20 to 30 minutes per day more of quality time with a firstborn child than a secondborn child. And this adds up to 3,000 hours of quality time um, between the ages of 4 to 13. So research also finds that the more siblings a child has, the less time parents spend in caregiving activities with each child. And this doesn't seem to improve with greater socioeconomic status. In fact, fathers um, of higher socioeconomic status actually spend less time with each child when they have more children. Um, Encouragingly, though, research does find no difference in how much affection parents give each child or how safe the home environment is for each child. So what about the impact on children? So having more children seems to be negatively related to parent well-being and parenting quality. But does having more children impact the outcomes of children themselves? Um, So a large study from the National Bureau of Economic Research found that having more children was associated with a decrease in cognitive abilities, translation IQ, of each child, and an increase in behavioral problems. Children from larger families also completed fewer years of education and earned less as adults. However, the researchers also found that children with mothers who scored higher on a test, suggesting they were higher socioeconomic class, did not seem to have the same negative associations with having more children. Um, A study including 1,005 to 6-year-olds in France found that the more older siblings a child has, the lower they scored on measures of language and verbal IQ. Interestingly, they found no relationship between the number of older siblings and nonverbal IQ scores. Another study found that children from larger families were less likely to attend private school and more likely to be held back in school. The relationship between education and family size is likely related to family resources, both parent time and money, because closely spaced children were more likely to drop out of high school or not attend college than siblings spaced further apart. So are there any benefits? So the research on larger families seems mostly negative, but there has to be some benefits to children having more siblings, right? Um, So research does find that having at least one sibling may be related to improved social skills and that having multiple siblings is also related to a child's theory of mind skills, which means perspective taking. However, it may be the quality of the sibling relationship, not the number of siblings that predicts children's social skill development. Having more siblings may also protect children from stress. Um, Research finds that children are less likely to show a negative impact of divorce when they have more siblings, Um, and siblings may also benefit children up until old age. Research suggests that elderly people with contact with their siblings report higher life satisfaction. So are all of these negative associations with larger families related to resources? Um, research suggests they may be. So these studies largely find negative outcomes with having more children. But are these all related to resources? And resources can include time, money, energy, and affection, any other parent resources. So one study found that parent resources explain most or even all of the relationship between number of children and educational outcomes. So in this study, they looked both at interpersonal resources, like how often do you talk to your child, knowing your child's friends, having educational expectations for your child, 
and financial resources, like having a computer and educational objects in the home, engaging in enriching activities outside of school, saving more money for college. And this finding suggests the number of children may not matter as much as whether parents have both interpersonal and financial resources to provide for the children they have. Research also suggests the impact of family size on children's education may be minimal in countries like Norway that provide paid parental leave and subsidize high-quality childcare. Interestingly, other research finds that having more children seems to have the largest negative impact on happiness for parents in the United States, where very little support is provided for parents. Another study found that the negative impacts on parent well-being were eliminated when they controlled for financial resources and partner status. In other words, more children does not decrease happiness for families with enough financial resources or two-parent homes. Instead, parent well-being may decrease with each child due to the financial strain of having more children. And this quote from the study authors, I thought, really summed it up. They said, children then raise happiness as long as they do not lead to difficulties in paying the bills. So limitations. So this is really important. So this research is very limited due to the unavoidable methodological issue that you cannot randomly assign families to have more children or fewer children. As a result, all of this research is correlational, meaning we can only find associations between the number of children and the outcomes. And we do not know if they were caused by the choice to have more children. The parents that choose to have larger families are different from those that do not in many important ways that can't always be controlled for in research. Researchers have tried to eliminate this problem by looking at spontaneous twin births um, since parents um, did not choose to conceive twins and people who have more children because they want to have both genders. For example, a family that has three boys and only has a fourth child in hopes of having a girl. So in one study that used these methods to control for the choice to have more children, there was no relationship between family size and children's education. However, these methods, of course, are not perfect either. Twins may be more stressful for families than singletons, and people who choose to have more children to even out gender composition may also be different than people who do not. Another limitation is that there are many factors that are important to parents and families that have not been studied by research. For example, having smaller families may make it easier to travel or engage in other activities that are meaningful for your family, while having a larger family results in things like built-in babysitters and playmates, and research has yet to examine how family size impacts child development, child mental health, or a sense of belonging or social support. Overall, translation. So the decision to have another child is a very personal choice that is based on many unique factors that are difficult to research or even quantify. This is a decision that each family must make on their own, considering all of these different factors. Even after spending days writing about the negative associations with having a larger family, I'm still happy with our decision to have four children, simply because it's what feels best for our family. It is also very common to have fewer children than you would want would have wanted to have due to factors outside of your control, such as age, fertility, and financial constraints, particularly in countries like the United States that provide very little support for parents. This is a heartbreaking situation to be in. Allow yourself to grieve this loss of what could have been, even if you rationally understand the benefits of having a smaller family. However, the research does suggest that parents may want to consider 
whether they have the resources to really provide for another child. And this is both financial and other resources, such as time, energy, and affection. However, because most parents cannot increase financial resources, time, or energy, if you want more children or already have more children, it may help to consciously focus on providing more attention and affection to each child and providing a community of support for each child when you cannot provide that attention and affection um, because these resources are also invaluable to children. As with many parenting decisions, research cannot make this decision for you. Think back to the number of children you were hoping that the research would suggest is ideal before reading this newsletter and think about what number makes your family feel complete. These intuitive feelings may be more important than any research finding. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Parenting Translator newsletter. Tune in again next week for more research-backed tips for parents. Parenting Translator is a nonprofit organization, so all of these podcasts and the information they provide are given to you for free. If you would like to support our work, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. Thank you so much.